0: Log Talk Radio. Am I gonna
1: make it big? Am I gonna the Am I children totally going
2: to be? Okay? You in my future? You're listening to The Secret of Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge.
1: Good evening and thank you for joining us tonight. My name is Shannon and welcome to the Secret to Everything radio show with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Tonight we will be taking callers. The phone number is 646-564-9712. Again, that's 646-564-9712. We will also be having our chat room open, so you're welcome to to chat. Tonight we're going to be talking with Reagan Fields. And here is Kimberly. Hi, Fannin. Nice to have you back. How is Jamaica? Jamaica was wonderful. It was very relaxing. Uh, it's so nice to be on the beach and the clear waters and to just, like, absorb nature.
2: That's true. So what was your favorite
1: thing? It has to be the ocean. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Being being on a beach with the blue ocean is just it's it's really amazing. It really I I think it really helps my soul. It helps me be peaceful also. I would say it helps r- raise my vibration. I mean I felt really good and relaxed. It's it's definitely an energy charger, but other than the the problems on the way back.
2: <laughs> right. And there are not a lot of oceans in Ohio as we know. There might be some in Texas. We'll so talk to Reagan about that. Uh, we have a very special guest and a good friend of mine. Tonight we welcome Miss Reagan Fields. Reagan is an amazing renaissance woman. She's very awake, she's conscious, and she's gonna change if not the whole world, her own little part of the world. She runs a image and fashion consulting firm called EVO to IFC. She started her own fashion line apparel brand, not many of us can say that, it's called 828 Woman. And I think I mean to me this is the most fun thing about her. She's a producer and has a very wonderful um television show called Global Town T V, which is a woman's fashion and lifestyle show. And I'll let you tell her or I'll let her tell you guys some more about all that. So welcome Reagan, how are you? I'm doing
3: fine, Kim. Thanks for having me on tonight.
2: You're welcome. Well, could you just speak <laughs> to each of those things a little bit, if you'd like? Could you tell us a little bit about your apparel brand? How did you get started in fashion? Have you always been in fashion? You, what made you want to create your own fashion line And your thoughts about that?
3: Oh, man. Um, well, I have been a personal shopper and a fashion stylist of since I got out of the Air Force in 2001. And I guess one of my gifts, or I feel like one of my skill sets was, I was always the person, whether it was friends or family, that they'd be like, hey, Reagan, what's in your closet? Hey, can you go shopping with me? I have something coming up. And at the time I was dating um, a gentleman that told me, he was like, I don't know anybody that gets more excited about clothes and shoes and shopping than you. And I don't Hmm. think... The energy comes from, like, a, a gluttonous part of me. It comes from a part of me that just wants to see things beautiful or see things um, revived and refreshed and kind of letting the beauty come from the inside out. So um, in doing that, of course, shopping for clients and Always trying to make miracles when it comes to dealing with other apparel brands and other fashion lines, because when you understand the elements of design and um, how that affects the consumer when they go and put on your clothes, I just wanted to make something that was kind of more of a lifestyle brand so eight two eight um the title of the label is eight to eight because it's for apparel for women's sizes eight to twenty eight. And once I got into
0: oh. my thirties
3: <laughs> Yeah. Once I got into my thirties it was one of those things where I've always been petite and kind of um you know, a fuller bottom, um, not so full top and I just really stuck. <laughs> I just really stuck in a size eight. And so I wanted to embrace it and there are other curvy women in my family. So that was the inspiration behind the line. I debuted it about two years ago and um it was around the time where I was really trying to reestablish myself and I was working for myself, um and the economy was changing and it was just something On my list of Goals that I needed to accomplish I mean it takes a lot to Underwrite and finance a fashion brand And so I at least Mm -hmm. wanted to put The concept out there to see If people would embrace it if Women with curvier body Types would feel good about You know my idea of fashion and my idea of Style and it's something I'm still building on I hadn't put it completely away but I Had to um, you know I'll be picking up my um, My sketch pen and I'll be charging up the sewing machine probably sometime this summer. So that's what that is. And Evo see is a constant uh, changing uh, consulting brand, but the core of it is always going to be fashion. It's always going to be style, and it's always going to be um, a service to the people to just let everybody know that, of course, it doesn't take a lot to look good, and you should always want to um, put in the effort to maximize your appearance It affects so many things in our life And that is just You know one of my ways To really continue to make contact With people and make an impact On the people that I come in contact with And um, the last thing Girl About Town It's just an extension of A Eight. It's an extension of Evo IC Where I really wanted to Kind of have a web series That can eventually be On a cable network Um, where it wouldn't just be my voice and my opinion, but it would be the voice and opinion of, you know, women kind of coming into their own because the way that I thought when I was 18 versus when I was 22 um, into my late 20s and on down, it's just one of those things where we're constantly changing. And if it weren't for the women in my network, I wouldn't be exposed to, um, you know, new lifestyle changes, whether it's finance, whether it's ways that I, you know, continue to try to stay fit, whether it's a new spiritual path, um, because, again, for women like you, uh, energy healing and energy wellness and um, that level of spirituality is nothing that I would have ever explored if I didn't come in contact with you. And, of course, through the grace of social media, through Twitter, um, you are a fast friend and a fast sister friend, and, um, you know, I always (laughs) respect, you know the 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 energy that you put out there and you can always when we talk on the phone offline and that kind of thing you always can pick up on when something is wrong or when something is good and you know just the the good exchange of dialogue between us and even though we're not the same age and we come from two totally different backgrounds it's just always good to connect with um people that don't look like you that Aren't from your same path because again, it's just another way to expand to become a better person. So, I hope
2: that answered the
3: three questions about
2: <laughs> my brain. and I think you and I can just hang up and let Ms. Ray take <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but, you know, I've
3: been thinking about I've been thinking about this interview all week, and I was like, oh my gosh, I hope my regular corniness does not come out when I'm talking to Miss Kim on her radio show because you know how we laugh and chuckle and make jokes about I pretty much everything. I know, we die so. laughing.
2: That's, yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, she <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> she is
2: so have funny. To. She makes me laugh. I am serious. She has a good sense of humor. Let me say one thing, kind of about, when you were talking about, you were talking about, how you didn't approach fashion like from a sense of like gluttony kind- I think you used that word, maybe not, maybe I imagine that, yeah, I, but
3: yeah, a gluttonous um perspective right yep. a
2: gluttonous right, well, one thing, and Shannon knows this when we test clients, a lot of times, believe it or not, and this goes with fashion and interior design and everything, I guess gardening color comes up, the vibration of color, the chakras yeah. respond to color, the aura responds to color. Fashion is huge if you meet people, a lot of people only have black or what's that store, White House Black Market, you know, it's all white, mm-hmm. black, and now they have red, they should probably take red. Mm-hmm. but, yeah. you know, it's all white and gray, I think they're gray. Which, mm-hmm. But people that, you know, so limit themselves in style and color actually don't realize that they limit their vibrational frequency and that expression of that vibrational frequency as it hits the eye as people look at them. So actually fashion is not shallow at all, in my opinion.
3: Yeah. And you know what? I want it to be um, better because I do talk to some of my girlfriends and I never want anybody to feel like I'm the walking fashion police because sometimes I walk out of the house looking crazy. And it's really if I'm just headed on an errand or something like that where I'm going to be in and out, I don't always, you know, dress to the nons. I'm probably not your atypical fashion person, but I guess I dress um, how it's appropriate to wherever I'm going. And I think that's probably the the key to some of the ways that I approach my clients and their lifestyle and the things that they want to change with their wardrobe is what's appropriate for you know, your day in the office or your weekend away and let's kind of build on that. But Well do you go shopping with them, Reagan?
2: Mm-hmm. Do you actually go shopping with them, take them to stores? How does that is that like a personal shopper or how does yeah, that express um, themselves? you do
3: well the way that it works is I'll do a closet consultation first just to get an understanding of what they have in their closet and what they typically uh generate like what's heavily concentrated in their closet. Because again, some people, you know, buy what's comfortable or they just they never really shift their taste to new things and it's and I definitely never try to put people on something that's trendy. <laughs> Yeah, I've <laughs> I just threw Shannon under the mystery. bus. But
2: I <laughs> no, me too. I'll throw Shannon and me under the bus. We both need well, your services. Wouldn't you agree, Shannon? <laughs> I would, I but,
1: you know, you know, I have such a hard time because I'm 5'11". There, mm-hmm. I, I don't care what anybody says. Still, when you go into a store, even if the jeans or pants stay long, they are still not long enough.
3: Right. And you even, probably need like a
1: thirty-four inch inseam or a thirty-six.
3: Uh, yeah, I need a you know, thirty-six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely, and even some of the pants when you when you get some like that, the it's like they make the length longer. But I'm longer in the waist too. Not a lot. Yeah. But you know, it's funny. It like all these models are so tall and everything, but they don't really make anything to fit.
3: It, this is true. This is true, and I think it's. Um, it's a common complaint and it's a common concern um, for women in their 20s and their 30s and their 40s, uh, whether or not you have long legs and a short to- torso or short legs and a long torso. I'm one of those women that I'm 5'4", but I have big feet and big hands, and it's it's just weird. And so more than anything, I just try to establish a system Um, based on the person's body type, and then you factor in their lifestyle and you factor in the things that they like or the parts of their body that they feel are the most attractive or the colors that they feel the most attractive in, and you really just try to build a system from there because there are some stylists and there are some personal shoppers that pretty much try to make carbon copies of the way that they dress themselves. And I feel like Mm. you do a better service to your clients when you really ask the open ended questions about them and their lives and the things that they like, because um, I'm almost positive nobody wants to dress like me. <laughs> and so I, I just
2: don't know. would rather have you make seen, Have you
1: seen Reagan? No, okay, everybody out there
2: listening, <laughs> do not let her fool you. This is a stunningly beautiful woman with impeccable taste. So do not listen to her. We have a caller <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take right now, and we'll see if they have a comment or question. Okay. I can, I'm having trouble with my buttons today. I don't know why. You so, got um, it. Area code 205, do you have a comment or question for Reagan? Hi, this Hello? is Kelly. Hi, this Hi is Kelly. Kelly.
1: Hi, how, how are, are you? How are you?
0: Good. Marvelous. I've been waiting
2: for your show all week.
0: <laughs> oh, that's
2: so, <laughs> so sweet. Well, what would you like I to really say or it. ask? Her? do?
0: You? Oh, thank you so much. Now, where where are you from? Texas?
3: Um, Again,
2: where are you from? I li-
3: well, I I actually live in Dallas, but I'm oh. from Louisiana, so I am a Southern girl by heart. But
0: right yeah, now, I, I love um, your accent. <laughs>
2: oh my goodness! Y- y'all can hear my twang. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Believe me, Kelly. It gets obnoxious when she's screaming at you. It kind of destroys <laughs> a little bit, uh, anyway. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but did
3: you have a question?
0: Um. Well, I was just wondering if you could, uh, like, you know how um, they say that you know, like, negative people um, you know, make you negative. Well, I uh-huh. noticed that I um. I used to be friends with somebody for like 10 years and I always had the negative energy around me. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't talked to her in over almost 2 years. Mm-hmm. And I could feel like all the negative is gone, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think the people that are in my life now are more positive and, and I think that's why I'm like enjoying life more. I
3: agree. I think you made a good choice. How Do you do? You miss that friend? Do you feel like you need to to reconnect with them and maybe since so much time has passed, explain well, you, why you well, chose yeah, to separate? Yeah.
0: Well, actually it was her that told me that, that she didn't want to talk to me anymore.
3: Oh, uh, okay. She,
0: but she is like she was my best friend. So that, that part is hard because, you know, you have to start all over without her. Mm-hmm. So like certain times certain things happen And I want to tell her you know But I can't mm-hmm. But like I, I was just like wondering How should I go about it Because she's, she's in the town that I work in So I can see mm-hmm. her so Do you think I should say something to her Or just let it be
3: This is a tough one Because <laughs> even though And I, I, I'll try not to get on the soapbox When it comes to things like this Because I will be very, very transparent when I'm on this show, and I try to be really transparent, you know, in real time and the people that's around me. Um, Mm -hmm. The best thing about uh, you being live and being well and being created is because when you came into this world, you were here to serve a purpose, just like everybody Mm -hmm. else. So I think the only good direction that I can tell you is if you know that you're going to come and have the courage to be honest, with your friend about um, your past relationship because since there has been a break and since there has been um, just a distance with the two years that you guys have been apart, this is probably giving you a really good chance to assess the things that worked in your friendship and the things that did not work in your friendship. And in order for you guys to start again, you're probably going to have to be really honest and be really – firm, and confident in how you feel about maintaining a friendship with her if she wants to start again because God is always going to put people in your life, and your life is always going to just be an open platform for whatever good energy you're supposed to have in your life. I don't think that God puts us here. I don't think that we are made to exist just endure a bunch of hardships. We're supposed to have, you know, life and have it more abundantly. And I just honestly believe that um, you'll be guided uh-huh. in the right direction on how this friendship is supposed to continue on. And if it's not, then that truth will be yeah, revealed as well. It. Yeah, yeah.
0: All so, right. Well, um, thank you,
3: you. You know, just try to pray about it and, you yeah. know, really meditate about it and focus on um, the good energy that's inside of you and just make sure when you approach her, you approach her um, from a good place because sometimes when we have problems in the past, we're already on the defensive when we have to, you know, come to terms with that because you don't know. It's just not an awareness on um, how is that person going to feel. Are they even going to answer the phone? Um, A good thing to do is send an email or write a letter. I mean, handwritten notes. I feel like that's a lost art, but it's definitely yeah. um, a good way to communicate and kind of break the ice on okay, where do we start from here? So I hope that answers your question.
0: Okay, thank, thank you. you.
3: Well,
2: show, good Kim. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, well yeah, I fun. love
2: you, Kelly. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> okay, take care. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for in. all you do. Okay. Oh bye. no problem. Bye bye. Okay, I just officially decide, made a decision, and We're renaming the show The Reagan Field Show. <laughs> man, don't even. You know I don't have what time. you have. <laughs> oh, baby, you've got more than what I got, but we won't even go there. <laughs> um, oh, man, but Kelly
3: was so sweet. I mean, I I wasn't expecting anybody to call in because i was like oh man we're just gonna be talking about fashion and i'm glad she kind of got into the the subject and the topic of the discussion that we were going to get into tonight yeah kelly
2: kelly let us bridge into that that was that was great (laughs) i think you gave really i i liked one thing you said which i want to mention really quick you said um say again what you said about abundant life say that whole thing what you said you said i believe
3: well, I, I, it's kind of in scripture. It is in the Bible where we're supposed to have life and we're supposed to have life more abundantly. Um, and I'll probably email you later and be like, this is the scripture. But ultimately, <laughs> I don't feel like when we're born, and, you know, some people will endure hardships. I feel like everybody just has this this consistent purpose. So I don't feel like it's always going to be roses for everybody, but I I just know that the lesson is, and how we come out of certain situations, and I don't know i just I just know that no matter what's going on, no matter how low things get, only because I probably have gone through a lot of things that either I put myself in or you know I allowed circumstance to get me there. but the great thing is, as long as you get another day, you have another opportunity to change it, and so it always gets better. it just has to and it starts with belief. It starts with meditating and having, you know, putting your mind in a good space to say, okay, we're just going to do something different to get a different result, so.
2: I really agree with that. You mm-hmm. have the advantage. She like this, too, and I am, too. There's people that are born a little more awake, a little more conscious, and I think the benefit of that is we have a little bit more of a natural optimism. I don't know what it is, but don't you agree, Reagan, that some people are born more of a, Pessimist, or more with that negative or lower vibe energy that they have to overcome, versus people that no matter what happens, they're like, well, but at least this is good. Yeah, it's you kind have kind of to what do. you were going to with what you were talking about.
3: Yeah, and I mean, when you really look at it, because um, everything has its seasons. I think when you really assess how we are in the grand scheme of things, we are part of nature you do see that some things blossom in certain um, parts of the year and some things kind of close up and, you know, go through the winter months. But more than anything, especially if you look at nature. Yeah, unless you're in Jamaica. But but even still in the heat and even in the
0: humidity, humidity, things still
3: thrive, Mm -hmm. things still live. And I feel like, you know, when you really just, I don't know, make yourself a part of the universe, and you just commit to it. You realize that things are always thriving, things are always getting better, things are always maturing, and who are you to just stay in this one state of mind? Why would you want to stay in this one state of mind? Why wouldn't you want to grow in a different direction? Why would you want to keep the same set of friends? And I think it kind of gets into, you know, the title Mm -hmm. of the show, um, The Company You Keep, and... I have really been kind of trying to toss around whether or not it just needs to be the the title or the tagline needs to be a blog or if it needs to be a book or anything like mm. that. But I just, I have to, I don't know, I have to really look at the people that are in my network. And it's strange because I still have, like, some of the same friends from middle school, and I'm thankful for it because... Mm it's it's good to have those same people in your space that understand you and they knew you when you were a different person, but at the end of the day they still see the good in you, they still see the um, the common thread between the two of you that keeps you guys connected and bonded. And I meet people all the time, and I try, I try, try, try. I don't like everybody, and I don't think everybody likes me, but <laughs> I try to make sure that, Anytime I make an impact, anytime I make contact with somebody, that it's in a good way, but everything isn't supposed to work out. I don't feel like um, everybody's going to always be in our media space and in our media network, but still the company you keep, you need to make sure that the energy stays balanced. If you're trying to be a balanced individual in the universe, you can't continue to have things that knock you off balance, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a family member, whether it's, you know, a friend from college or that, you know, best friend that you, you've known them forever, but they don't ever, ever have anything good to say or they can never, ever be congratulatory when the time comes. So I think, you know, you just have to be honest with yourself and you can call a spade a spade. You can you know, if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, it's a duck. So, you know, when it comes to interpersonal relationships, professional When it comes to interpersonal relationships, whether it's personal or professional, then um, you just need to make sure that you're taking account of what's in your circle. You have to also be accountable for, I guess, enabling people to treat you a certain way. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like when it comes to bad behavior or situations that you don't approve of, You really need to look at it. I don't feel like you need to pull up all the blame, but you need to kind of assess the relationship to see, okay, did I really let so much stuff go on to where this person feel like it's okay to talk to me this way or it's okay to treat me this way or it's always okay to, you know, kind of leave me hanging. Um, Because we have those people in our lives, and for whatever reason, we're apologetic, and we, you know, allow them to continue on in error and is that really being a good friend? Is that really being a good spouse? Is that really being a good family member? So, again, you know, going back to the companies that you keep, you just need to always be mindful that, you know, you're giving out the good energy and you're taking in the good energy. And if you have a dream pisser in the bunch, use my language, you just need to, you know, make a move around. And the sooner the better because you read in the news how, you know, like last week or two weeks ago when the kids went to school and, you know, one of their um, classmates, you know, ran shots through the school and, you know, killed a lot of his classmates. And then, however, that turned out because I don't read a lot of news. I know that's bad to say.
2: No, it's not <laughs> bad to say. I don't read any news except on the Internet, yeah. so I'm with you, just, you know.
3: <clears throat> it, I it, don't read it, any it, news it, or listen to it.
2: I know, unless
3: it's like a trending topic on some kind of social media, I try not to dial into it. There is some news that I kind of um, try to keep a pulse on. Like I've got things in my Google Reader that, of course, make me happy. And I think that's another thing I'm building on energy is that you need to watch certain things. You need to read certain things. You need to listen to certain things that keep the energy up
2: because – Oh, absolutely. Well, and one reason I personally, I don't know why Shannon doesn't, Shannon can share her own views on why she doesn't listen to the news, but why I choose not to listen to the news is most of the news, 98% of it, has nothing to do with my reality. I do not live in this reality. I never want to live in this reality, and I don't want to participate in this reality. Because if you look around, Reagan, if we walk in a restaurant, what percentage of that restaurant would you say, are living that moment in joy. Just, you know, based on your daily experience, give me a percentage of what percentage of that restaurant out of 100% would you say you'd look around and say these these are joyful people?
3: Hmm. It's hard to assess because I am a people watcher, and I think I, I can't really give you a percentage, but I know one of the things that is probably taking away a lot of people's joy is the fact that they're not living in the moment. You'll go out and you'll
1: see people. Uh,
3: true. You'll see people on their cell phone, and I have gotten to a point because my sister brought it to my attention one time. We were out eating sushi and that kind of thing, and I now make a conscious effort whenever I'm out with somebody. I either put my cell phone face down on vibrate, or I leave it in my in my purse or something like that because I want to make sure that people know that I'm like fully connected. And I don't really, sometimes you really need to, like, unplug yourself from the matrix because, you know, what's happening on Twitter, what's happening on Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, whatever it is, it can wait. Sometimes you really need <laughs> the moment. <laughs> sometimes you really need the moment. You really need the opportunity to kind of seize whatever goodness is going to come out of that. And a bad date could be a result of you not being fully present in a, a moment where the person that was meant for you was sitting right there, but instead you was trying to update your Facebook status or take a picture of your plate <laughs> or do whatever, when in essence you really should have been taken in the moment.
2: So Well, and talking about in the moment, it's interesting because in the moment is literally in this moment and then in this moment and then in this moment. And the only way that you can truly live in the moment is if you have a clear mind. Because let's say your cell phone's away and let's say you're not texting and let's say let's say you are, let's I'm putting this in quotes, present. Are you in the moment if your head is running, you're like, oh I have to pick up my dry cleaning and then I have to do this when I go home and you know your body might be in the moment because mm-hmm. it's not grabbing for your cell phone. But mm-hmm. the joy of living in the moment really comes from having a quiet mind. You cannot Mm -hmm. be in the moment if I'm, okay, if I'm sitting with you, Reagan, having coffee, but I'm thinking, oh, I need to call Brianna when I get home, that's Mm -hmm. not being in the moment either. Right. Right.
3: I agree. I mean, people just need to find the balance. You know, I don't think that whatever good energy you're supposed to get is going to reach its full potential or really be maximized if you're just kind of dialed out of wherever you're supposed to be at that time. And I do understand, you know, for parents who have kids and, um, you know, people who have a million things going on, but I feel like your life will get more balanced when you find the balance. Does that make sense?
2: Isn't dialing out, as you say, always having so much busyness, always having so much media, or video games or distraction isn't that a form of medication it's a form of creating an artificial insulation of numbness so that you are not in touch really with universal energy you're not one with each other you're not really one with anything except this jarring craziness yeah, that you're always plugged into
3: yeah it's it's i mean i feel like I really wish that technology, I love it, I love the advancement of technology, even though I have to really read about it and get somebody to give me their two cents and that kind of thing because I'm definitely mechanically and technically challenged when it comes to things like that. But ultimately I feel like we should just use it as additives and not as, like, the full engine that's driving our lives. I feel like these devices and our computers, and a lot of people may say, as they, if, if they're listening, if there's anybody in my media network that's listening to this, may feel like I'm always on the computer. But a lot of the things that are posted in my social media are automated anyway because I just don't have the time. Like, I have other things that I need to take care of, but... I don't know, it's just really using your best discretion, knowing what's appropriate, and also kind of not doing a disservice to the people that are in your professional and your personal network by not giving them 100% of your attention. Because if the tables were turned, if you were saying something really important or if you had this dynamic news, you would want somebody else to be fully present in whatever you were having to
2: tell them. And so I've got kind of a funny story about that Mm -hmm. again, uh, um, (laughs) you know, what you were saying about always being on Facebook or Twitter. And, you know, a lot of it's automated. The guy used to date my ex-boyfriend and I used to get in arguments because I would always say I'm never on Facebook and he'd be like, you know what? That's a bunch of you know what, and I'd be like, "What do you mean? I'm I haven't been on Facebook all day," and he's like, "You've posted thirty different things on Facebook." I think it's kind of funny because really I wasn't on there all day, but you know, there's he ways to. It automated. <laughs> I think it's a, well, we used to get an argument because, you know, he wasn't up on all that social media stuff, but I thought that was kind of funny. It kind of went with what you just mentioned, but we don't have to worry about him anymore, so it's okay. Yeah, um, and Shannon, I going to go ahead. No, no, I, I was, was just gonna Shannon something fully real, present, real quick. Oh, okay.
3: No, go ahead. Oh, I, it was just one little side note. If he was really fully present in you communicating to him how you were running your business and how you were trying to expand your brand through social media,
2: you know, we've talked about well, that relationship too. Well, we all being. know that was not true. So yeah. <laughs> I he was just gonna whole add. Yeah, that's a whole nother show, and we don't have enough time for that tonight. Um, Shannon, what reason do you get? What reason would you give if I asked you why
1: you don't listen or watch news? I think more, more percentage than not, it's something negative or depressing or something that you know is not make me happy or glad to see. I know, like my dad watches the news morning, noon, and night like every day, and he calls me and he tells me stuff, and I'm just like, you know, that's the reason I don't watch it is because I don't want to hear about stuff like that. And I know there are good things on the news and positive things on the news, but I would say more of it's negative or depressing, and I'm exposed to enough negative things during the day, negative people around me. I don't need that to be added into my life. Plus, if I'm going to spend time to watch the news, I would rather be on the Internet looking up positive things or encouraging things or, you know, anything that would help me be more positive or make me happy. I would rather be happy than sad.
2: That's a good point. I will tell you, ladies, there is something worse than the news, and it's called when your mother watches the Lifetime Channel because then you get to hear how all these real-life stories, how they apply to your life. So that's worse than the news. But did you have any other thoughts, Reagan? On I think Reagan might have Reagan dropped. I think we might have lost no. Reagan. Oh, no. yeah, think so. Reagan. I think we lost Reagan. Well, she'll come mm-hmm. again. So I guess it's you and I. I wanted to say a couple of things that talk about a couple of things that Reagan brought up. Oh, uh, There she is. Hold on, I'll get her back. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about was Reagan. Did we lose you?
1: I'm here now. Reagan?
2: Oh, okay. Can you hear me? You didn't okay. like, you got bored. You didn't like what we were saying. <laughs> Drop it off. No, it was like my phone
3: completely blinked
2: out. I know that's the problem with, I love radio. I always have. Love it, love it, love it. And I love live radio, but live yeah. radio or live TV, as you know, can be very interesting. Um, another thing you brought up earlier, Reagan, I wanted to go back to a little bit, because it's So crucial. I don't even know if you know that you said it. You said something about, well, you were talking about people's purpose in life and how I think you mentioned you can create each moment. You said something like that. I wanted to adjust that because, again, I do believe we have purposes. But I think we limit ourselves to one. I mean, anyone that knows me, and, and you too, Reagan, and even Shannon, we've all had different sections of our life that we excelled at different things or we got good at different things and then we maxed out in that career and then we went into a new career and discovered new talents and new abilities. And I wanted to point out that we are infinite, I believe. We're infinite beings with infinite potential, infinite talent, and infinite possibility, meaning I believe that your purpose today may be different than your purpose three months from now.
3: Because right. we
2: we are made in an image of a creator in my point of view, meaning we constantly have the choice to create something new. Now, I'm not saying you have to by any means. I'm just mm-hmm. saying so often we, who says you can't learn to play the piano at 60 if you've always wanted mm-hmm. to play the piano? Just because you didn't learn it at five doesn't mean you can't. And maybe you're going to become a concert pianist at 60. Our society puts all these limitations on age and Um, your sex and your intellectual education, and I just don't believe in limits. What do you think about that, Reagan?
3: Um, I agree. I agree. And I guess it's just a matter of being open to the new opportunities that that are available to you because, of course, I would like to probably leave a legacy of really making an impact in fashion and beauty and style but it seems like I get emails, or I sign on to projects, or I get involved in things that are that are, of
2: course, outside of fashion, which is good. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. Right, <laughs> that's a good. That's a, that's a good little segue there. So, why don't you tell me? You have some things coming up. I think that you're working on, and this is a little bit um, geographically restricted, but still, I know people listen all over the country, so it may it may be able to rope somebody in or apply to someone that, you know, can participate. So why don't you tell me about some of the things that you have coming up that
1: that is not
2: maybe directly about fashion that and that you're involved in and tell us why you're involved in it or what your intention is for that.
3: Oh, man. Well, um, let's see. I will give you... I didn't t- I didn't put everything in my little questionnaire, but I will tell you this one thing that is kind of not on my path, but I'm still um, really involved in it. I um, when I moved to Dallas, it was a friend on Facebook that I had you know kept in contact with, and this gentleman um, is trained in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, Japakido, martial arts, just everything Mm -hmm. under the sun, and I was like, oh, man, that'd be a good person to know because as I get older and I try to keep the fat off my back, I want to do different (laughs) things. (laughs) I want to do different things to try to stay fit, and um, anyway, I hit him up, and I let him know I was in Dallas and that kind of thing, and we met. um, I work out at Lifetime, and we met and everything like that, and he was, of course, not to say that most people that work out work out, Um, aren't well-spoken or um, don't have a very reserved nature, Mm -hmm. but he did for a personal trainer, which struck me as odd. And as I continued to try to, you know, make a connection and get to know him, you know, I found out that he uh, competes professionally uh, in the realm of MMA. I, in my life, have not sat and watched an MMA tournament, match, whatever. I just can't take it. So for uh-huh. me to now be working on, like, a marketing and branding campaign <laughs> for a mixed martial arts professional fighter, that's one of the things.
2: Oh. Uh, that's interesting. Now, does he actually, does he, you know how there's different levels? What level does he compete at? Do you know? He
3: competes, um, let's see. I'm not, this is bad, because I should know his weight class. I think it's it's it's, it's light heavyweight. But he does grappling. Like I said, he does grappling, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, uh, hapa-kido, and other um, mixed martial arts. And he just won a match um, in January at something in Oklahoma called the King of the Cage. And it was so strange because when you watch the really? video, whatever. Hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he
3: participated in this. And, of course, um, the backstory story is he was not – Supposed to win, of course. They put him because he's he's two and zero. He's really competed in like grappling tournaments, and so for him to be competing at the level that he is, they put him in based on his record, not really bas not really looking at him as an athlete to see what he's capable of. And in the second round, he um, you know won the match through submission of his opponent. And it was, to make the long story short, that guy that he competed with was not very happy when he left, when he came to. <laughs> and when he was aware that he lost, he was just like, this is how it was supposed
2: to go down. So he was I in am shock, working right? on.
0: <laughs> huh.
2: I'd be in shock. It's like, you're supposed to lose. Yeah. That's neat.
3: So, I wow. You... I, gosh, I keep hitting, like, my voicemail thing. Do y'all hear that? No, 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 no. Okay, good, good. It's pretty embarrassing. But I'm working on that, and then I have, um, I've been doing this dinner party concept called Girls Bout Out. I did one in Houston in uh, October of 2011, and January of 2012 I did one in Dallas. And basically it is a dinner party concept that gets women together, um, and we adopt a, a charity that basically helps the community in regards to, Hunger and um feeding children and old people and anybody that likes to eat, so that turned out to be um a really good event um I had about seventy women in attendance, and it mm-hmm. was a very diverse group. It wasn't just people that I knew, and it just it's something that I want to keep um uh, continuing on with all through twenty twelve so my adopted um Charity here in Dallas right now is the North Texas Food Bank. And um, I've also got a paint and pinot party scheduled in May, and it's going to be a time for people to get together, and even though I don't drink, uh, taste wine and learn more about wine as well as paint. And I think, Hmm. you know, when people decide to paint, that it's a way to, of course, get good energy out. Well, it's creating, kind of you're
2: creating, and when you're creating, mm-hmm. you're moving energy. So it's a way of moving energy, whether it's positive or negative, you're still moving energy, which is always a great thing. Mhm. So if people yeah. were interested in finding out more about this, I'm going to give you an opportunity. <clears throat> Do you want to share real quick your contact details, your Facebook, whatever you'd like, your website, whatever you'd like to share, so people could get in touch with you if they were interested in being involved or... Talking to you about your services, or
1: or maybe you um, could end
2: up being like this major, (laughs) like mixed martial arts, like promoter. That'd be Uh, cool. I want front row seats. No, no, ma'am, no ma'am. And (laughs) Muscle, Shannon, and I want two front row seats, (laughs) right, (laughs) Shannon? No, no, no. I will
3: probably be definitely um, in the background on that, but it's still interesting. It's still very, very interesting because. I never thought that I will be in that arena of athletics, considering that I'm clumsy as I don't know what. And I'm just like, please, just as long as I don't get in the face, I'll try. Well,
2: but- <laughs> and I want to bring up another point about that, and I was speaking mm-hmm. to somebody about that today, and I was kind of chastising them. I was saying you cannot limit, do not limit the universe. You need to leave the realm of possibility open because if it was up to you and you kind of alluded to this earlier, you would maybe stick with, you know, fashion and image consulting, you know, and that kind of thing. But how exciting that the universe, got, you know, has chosen to open these doors that you would never have thought after it opened yourself. So often we put limitations not only on ourselves, but on what can come into our life, and you chose not to, and now you're experiencing the benefit of that.
3: Yeah. It's exciting. It's definitely um Just something else, another wrinkle on the brain, another um, thing to explore and learn more um, about, you know, just what the body is capable of because it's an interesting, interesting sport. And um, I'll keep you guys posted on how that goes. But ways to keep in contact with me, um, you can Google me. I know that sounds corny, but it brings up all my brains <laughs> if you just type in my name. But uh, Girl About Town TV um, is really girlabouttowntv.com. It's under Twitter as at girlabouttowntv. It has a Facebook fan page, Evo IFC, as well as 828woman. They both have Facebook fan pages. And then um, my email is on my dot evo isccom website, which uh, desperately needs to be updated. But you can still email me there. And um, I know I, that feeling. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty, well, cause I, I'm pretty, I, I try to um, be present and respond to people <laughs> and answer questions and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah,
2: yeah, she's good with that. What is your? Let me ask you a question, and this is a little bit off the relationships. Been like we were talking earlier, or people in your life. Um, you are you familiar with? No, not about relationship relationships. Like okay, so that's another like seven shows. But what is your opinion of? Have you heard about mastermind groups? What is your opinion of mastermind groups? If If I, you've heard of that,
3: I haven't. Why don't you enlighten me, and I could probably give you my two cents on it. <laughs>
2: Well, the big thing right now in this movement is in the you know kind of manifestation movement or you know the people that do similar things to what we do. It's a it's the concept of a mastermind group where people that want to create wealth and I and I actually think it's a really great idea, although I don't belong to it. But it's surrounding yourself with whatever your goals are, like like minded people, whether it's creating wealth or whether it's healing. So you you come alongside people that are either have the same intention as you do or they might have already made it in a field you'd like to make it in, and you meet either by phone or on the Internet or in person, and you support each other. And I guess it's kind of like the group think concept that, you know, Mm -hmm. ten brains are better than one brain. So if you're having struggles in your business, whereas you might just call a couple people or, you know, brainstorm yourself, you would have all these different resources to draw from. Do you think that sounds like a good idea? Of course.
3: Um, I think good energy begets good energy, and I think there's always strength in numbers, and, you know, it goes back to the company that you keep, whether it's personal or professional, Um, especially being a part of a mastermind group that really kind of taps into personal interests that you didn't know you were interested in because, of course, we get exposed to new things um, either Accidentally or intentionally, and especially being a part of a mastermind group, and there's you know one person with one exceptional profession, and that person represents that profession, and hopefully they're represented well enough to where you can see the benefit in partnering with them for you know something new, creating something new. So mastermind groups, you know, I, I without knowing more things in depth about it, I would probably co-sign on that because I think we all pretty much have our mastermind groups, whether it's three people or whether it's 10 people or 100 people. Mm. We still, you know, through social media have networks and little groups that we support and we, you know, interact with on a daily basis. And I feel like, no matter if they're not in your immediate zip code or area code it doesn't take away from the fact that you can still find the lesson in being in a relationship with them virtually so just just try to stay connected and i always try to encourage people to know somebody outside of your family um in another city even if you meet somebody just online be okay with that it's not strange anymore i remember like 5 6 to maybe eight years ago, meeting somebody online was something that you whispered, and you didn't feel comfortable about it. <laughs> and now it's to the <laughs> it's just like, you met somebody online, are you desperate? But now it's to the point where do I call them their screen name? Am I supposed to say something to them? I know I know that person from somewhere. So it's really just making sure that, number one, you're present, you're um, maximizing the opportunity to do something great just by knowing a new person.
2: and. I, I think that's the most about amazing thing though about social media because mm-hmm. I mean that's how you and I met and i and that's how I know you've met many people and I've met many people and I have met the most I can't even describe phenomenal women and men online in other countries, in other states, mm-hmm. in other cities and, and there are different types of relationships for different purposes. But don't you think it's pretty amazing that you like still attracts like that law of residence that, yeah. you know, you can attract people that are interested in the same things or that think the same way or that are at your same level of consciousness. I just think it's an amazing opportunity to use social media for good. People talk down yeah. a lot about it, but I really yeah. enjoy the benefit.
3: I I enjoy it too. There are so many women um, and men that I've met, and I'm just like, I've never seen your face, but if I was in your media space, I would give you just the biggest hug, or I would probably, you know, just let you know, because there are a lot of people that they'll send me a note, or I'll send them a note, or I'll post something, and it's just always amazing. Not to say that people are in agreement with what you do, but they just get it. Right. They get you. So I think
2: that's where they they love you. They love you anyway, whether they're in agreement about, you know, what you do or not. And I can't tell you how many times, you know, somebody said something to me on Facebook or Twitter when I'm having a rough day or I came through a rough situation. I know Shannon's experienced it, too. And it's just changed the whole course of my day. And these are virtual strangers or virtual friends, as you might want to say. Mm-hmm. It just goes to show the power that you can have, you know, if you use social media, whether it's for your business or for personal use. It's, it's truly a powerful medium.
3: Okay. I agree. I definitely agree with that, that, you know, you should never um, miss the opportunity. You should probably use your social media reach for good and not just use it as a as an opportunity to post um you know, something negative. If you have the opportunity to type something positive, you'd be amazed at the results, you know, of putting good things on the atmosphere
2: would bring back. So That's true, too. And one of my pet peeves on social media, though, it's so interesting, Uh, the ones that say I'm at the grocery store, (laughs) I'm at the post office, I have to, like, (laughs) do deep breathing and let it pass through because I want to say do you think we care where you're at? And if we did care where you're at, we'd be talking you so you know. I'm like one of these days you're gonna see that as a headline. You're gonna be like, The person that posted, you know, the, someone followed them their whole day and it did not end well. You know you're gonna see that sometimes. So.
3: Yeah, yeah, that'll probably be a news tagline it. People checking in and checking out. I think that's good to a certain degree, but I I try to limit that a lot. Like I, I you have to check those settings on your Facebook profile, so
2: you well, don't get but I don't think it's yeah. kind of funny. Like sometimes people are like, "Well, I got up this morning and I'm having a cup of coffee and I'm like waiting, like for the punchline." I'm like, "And, <laughs> and." Oh, <laughs> because funny.
0: I think
3: I think we live in a in a society of uh, heavy narcissism and people want to be relevant.
2: There you and
3: go. Ooh, that's
2: good. I like it. <laughs> yeah. That'll be the
3: next show. But I think you know relevance comes with purpose. Don't you think? Don't you think that relevance comes with purpose? And maybe if you were kind of leading like a purpose-driven life, or yeah. if you had like some
2: kind no, of goal, I yeah. guess I think I think one step deeper. I agree, relevance comes with purpose. I think relevance comes, and I said this to somebody, and they thought it was I don't know what they thought, but I said you have to be get to the point in your life where your relevance. Comes from your core identity, your relevance only comes from one place, you, who you are. Number one, a lot of people can never be alone. Number two, a lot of people are so dependent on their social systems, and by that I mean spouses, families, partners, friends, family, kids, moms, dads, the, the whole bit. Um, mm-hmm. I think, and I said to this person, I said, I know you're going to think I'm crazy. I said this last night, but I said, heaven forbid if my children went away and my family went away and my friends went away, and every social media person went away. Believe it or not, I would still be okay because I have a deep love for myself, and it's taken me a while to get there. I know mm-hmm. deep at the core who I am. If you don't know who you are, you have no relevance, Reagan. Right. And that's a whole other show. <laughs> so, um, well,
3: you why don't, don't you were give spot us? On with you, that. Go ahead. You were spot on with that. I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I agree that. You know, whatever is inside of you, that should be your relevance. That in, I mean, if it's through purpose, if it's through talent, if it's through whatever you can create, still just be creating something. Don't just
0: exist.
2: So. Right. Why don't you give us your information one more time? We thank you so much for being on the show. It was on your show. It, we thank you so much for letting us be on your show, Reagan. Right? <laughs> really? No. Really? You're gonna do it like that, Kim? Oh man. <laughs>
0: I'm
3: trying to get to your level of thousands and thousands of followers on Twitter. I'm like, hey, I'm desperate for Twitter followers, but I'm probably not going to say that. Talk about narcissism.
2: Like I said, talk about narcissism. (laughs) No, you're far from that, Kim. You're
3: far from that. I think the thing that makes me love you the most is that you take it all in stride. And I've never, ever called you and um, you've been in a bad place or you've been grouchy. I'm sure you've probably been displaced or somebody has hurt your feelings, but the thing that makes me most thankful about you is that whenever I call and talk to you, you are always upbeat and you're present in our conversation. And I'm just thankful to have somebody like oh, you thank in my you. network so awesome. and well, in my thank you. in my life. And it was great meeting you, Shannon, virtually. And I hope I get you're to um, <laughs> and I hope I get to talk to you guys again real soon. That'll well, thank great. you so
2: much, and I just want to say, I mean, back at you, Reagan, because you make me laugh. I mean, I have called you, and I have been a little upset, and part of the reason it doesn't last long is because she will put you in your place and make you laugh, and that's that's my kind of woman. So <laughs> I appreciate our friendship, and I thank you for sharing your wisdom and coming on the show tonight. And I hope you have a wonderful evening.
3: All right, uh, we got to do it again real soon. This is fun. <laughs>
2: definitely will thanks darling. talk to you soon bye-bye all right shannon so i've got a couple minutes left and i think next week i'm not totally sure what we're going to talk about i was thinking about a couple topics we may be discussing crystals but my children informed me that that was super boring so we may have to (laughs) rework that thought but Shannon, if you want to finish us out and share everybody information on how they can get in touch with us, if you want to, could you um, review briefly maybe a few of our services and of what course. we offer and take us out? That'd be wonderful.
1: Yep. Okay. You can reach us by going to SerenityNaturalWellness.com, or you can become a part or a friend of ours on Serene Wellness at Twitter or Serene Wellness on Facebook. We definitely like to have more followers and more friends. Um, if you go to our website, you can look up exactly what our services are. Email us, and we can explain in detail any more that you want. Um, exactly what you'll be getting. We do intuitive life coaching. We do energy transmissions, vibrational testing. Uh, Kim, Dr. Kimberly's a medical intuitive. I mean it it's really limitless what we can do and and help you in your life. And like I've said before, Kimberly actually takes not just one thing, but she can take a a variety of different different energy healing concepts and actually use them all together to help you, depending on what you're you're wanting or what you're interested in. Again, it's Serene Wellness on Twitter and Facebook, and (coughs) serenitynaturalwellness.com. And, uh, you know, as Kimberly said, I would like to talk about crystals next week, um, at least briefly for a little bit, because I'm so excited we got some crystals in that Dr. Kimberly is going to be putting some energy in, and um, I'm really excited to get those out to some people and, and see what they think. So that is going to be available on the website pretty soon. So hopefully next week we can get more into that and get that on the website so people can start ordering them.
0: Thanks for listening on our Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly and George. Every Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time from 7 to 8 p.m. on Block Talk Radio.